Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's not bad. 40 to 45 degrees, not quite as cold as it's been for the last couple of mornings. And later today, our temperature will get to about 70 degrees. Expect increasing clouds and a chance of rain by around 10 to 11 p.m. The rain moves out by sunrise Saturday. We're mostly sunny, brisk with temperatures in the upper 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are at 48 degrees in Roslyn, 51 Varigan Square, 44 Laurel. We're at 42 in Holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 12.59. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning. It's November 17th, 2023. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour Friday for you on T.O.P. Virginia's new Senate leader on priorities and working with the other side. I'm Nick Einelli. A former police officer sentenced in the death of two men in Montgomery County. I'm Neil Augenstein. Separate shootings in the district leave one man dead, three others injured. Maryland's law on child sex abuse is challenged by the Washington Archdiocese. I'm Kate Ryan. Wall Street mixed Asian stocks lower. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody. If repairs continue to go as they have been going, Los Angeles commuters could be off the workarounds and back on I-10 this coming Tuesday, maybe even earlier. Governor Gavin Newsom says of the elevated stretch of I-10 that has been shut down since last weekend's arson fire. One thing we can guarantee you is we will be open five lanes in both directions at the latest Tuesday of next week. Earlier this week, officials said that it could take crews between three and five weeks to shore up the mile-long stretch. Governor Newsom says more than 250 people are working around the clock to make the repairs. The arson investigation is ongoing. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Turning to the Middle East War, Palestinian officials report communications mostly out across the Gaza Strip. No phones, no internet, mostly due to lack of fuel as Israel puts on more military pressure in its war with Hamas, the terrorist organization that triggered it with the October 7th attack and kidnappings. Correspondent Skyler Henry. As it searched Gaza City's Al-Shifa hospital for a second day, the IDF found a tunnel shaft and a vehicle loaded with weapons. They were very well prepared and where they're hiding all of this equipment is in a hospital, a place that's supposed to be for humanitarian aid. Back here, a federal jury deadlocked on civil rights charges brought against a former police officer in Louisville. So there's a mistrial in the case of Brett Hankinson, charged with using excessive force during a drug warrant search. It ended the life of Breonna Taylor, one of several such incidents that led to widespread protest. Legal analyst Dane Rosenbaum. Hankinson's lawyer clearly convinced some of the jurors that his client only fired his weapon because the house was dark, Taylor's boyfriend returned fire, and Hankinson reasonably believed that that he was protecting his fellow officers. No word yet if there will be a retrial. Federal prosecutors in San Francisco did get attempted kidnapping and assault convictions against the man who broke into the home of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and attacked her husband with a hammer. U.S. Attorney Ismail Ramsey. I want to extend our sincerest hopes to the Pelosi family that Paul Pelosi experiences a full recovery in this matter. 
He's not resigning, but he will not run for re-election. New York Republican Congressman George Santos. He faces numerous criminal counts already. Now the House Ethics Committee says it found substantial evidence Santos broke federal law. Political analyst Larry Sabato. The list of offenses here is breathtaking, but this guy has been a scam for years. He's a walking, talking scam. Sports News, baseball's most valuable player awards go to Shohei Otani of the Angels in the American League, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves in the National League. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Do you know a student athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through November 30th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Warm your spirit with sing-alongs, laughter, and magic during the National Symphony Orchestra's sparkling holiday tradition. This year in the festively decorated concert hall, a holiday pops welcomes Broadway, film, and TV star Norm Lewis. Performing selections from his best-selling Christmas album and more holiday showstoppers, along with special guest Nova Y. Payton and a favorite North Pole celebrity. December 8th and 9th at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. WTOP at 104. Good Friday morning, November 17th, 2023. Mainly clear this overnight early morning. Some patchy fog by daybreak. Veronica says the low should be parts of the area in the low 70s. We're 42 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you closely this morning here at WTOP. Will there be political gridlock in Virginia? We begin with that question this morning. It is a big question in the state after Democrats did take control of the General Assembly in last week's election. Senator Scott Soravel, who represents Fairfax County, will be the new Senate's majority leader, and he talked with WTOP's own Nick Ionelli about the state's divided government right now. The Democrats will need to find ways to work with Republicans, including Governor Glenn Youngkin. And Virginia's new Senate majority leader, Scott Surville, tells WTOP that Youngkin is extending an olive branch. He has reached out, and I give him credit for that. He's expressed interest in sitting down to try to have further dialogue, which I think is a good thing. What can the two sides work together on? There's space to talk about mental health funding and continue to make investments in mental health. He says both sides also support more funding for education and more resources to battle the opioid crisis. Ninety percent of the bills that we end up passing every year end up passing by pretty healthy bipartisan margins and don't have a lot of controversy surrounding them. One thing that will be controversial, Serval says he'll push for a state constitutional amendment that would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 105. Earlier this year, locally, a Montgomery County judge declared a mistrial in the case of former Pentagon police, a former Pentagon police officer who shot and killed two men and injured another. This happened back in 2021. Then two months ago, he pleaded guilty to two counts of second degree murder and a count of first degree assault for the shooting in the parking lot of his Tacoma Park condominium. Now David Dixon learns he will spend 25 years behind bars. The judge said he was an overzealous cop, 
He was a road cop. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy said David Dixon had no police authority in Maryland. When he got out of that car with his gun drawn, pointing at these three men in that car, by his own admission, he was investigating. He didn't really know what was going on. James Johnson and Dominique Williams were killed as the car they were riding in drove away. Before he was sentenced, David Dixon apologized to the victim's families. The plea arrangement capped the sentence at 30 years. The judge gave him 25 for his first offense, giving some credit for his years of service. In Rockville, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 106. Three men are in the hospital this morning after being shot locally in northwest D.C. They say it happened around 9 last night in the area of North Capitol Street near the Truxton Circle neighborhood. The exact conditions of the victims unknown, but police say they were found at the time conscious and breathing. In a separate incident earlier the same day, a man was shot in the head along New York Avenue in Northeast. He later died at the hospital. Police this morning searching, they say, for an Astro van that's dark in color and has a different color sliding door. else is going on in your life these days, you can probably at least count on having a roof over your head. But now, how stable is that situation for you? A new study out on housing insecurity in the district estimates more than 82,000 residents do not have stable housing. That's about 12% of the city's overall population. The overwhelming majority of those are black and Hispanic households, we're told. The Urban Institute report here defines housing insecurity as living arrangements you cannot afford or that are not adequate. Unhoused people are not part of this study. Now, of the white residents who are facing housing insecurity, half of those people are staying on people's couches or living with friends to cut costs. But black residents who are more likely to live in households with children were also more likely to have to deal with overcrowding, housing with inadequate conditions such as rats or roaches and unaffordability. Good Friday morning, November 17th. Glad you're with us. It's 108 on WT. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks at 108, here's Ken Berger of the WTLP Traffic Center. New accident working in Virginia down in the Fredericksburg area. The southbound 95 entrance ramp just south of U.S. 17 Warrington Road closed. That's in Falmouth blocked because of the accident involving a tractor trailer. Also have ongoing road work down in that general area, including northbound 95 between Plank Road and the Rappahannock River. The new road construction, left lane, central lane, right lane are all alternating closures. And there's also the closure of the ramp to uh, Warrington Road from northbound 95 because of construction activity. Southbound 95 approaching Cardinal Drive, right lane blocked by bridge by bridge inspection work. But the work zone southbound 95 south of Quantico has been cleared. Meanwhile, in Fairfax County, Virginia 28 northbound closed at Westfields Boulevard. This is because of the major accident working from last night. Also, both directions of 66, the exit ramps at Virginia, at, at, uh, Virginia 28 are blocked in relation to this accident. The uh, accident northbound 123 Ox Road at Burke Lake Road has has been cleared. All lanes are open and there are no lingering delays. In the district, New York Avenue, both directions of Florida Avenue, one lane getting by in the work zone. Also watch out for the lane shift on the underside of Longfall Plaza for the D.C. Smart Street lighting project that goes on until 7 in the morning. During the day, it's the lane shift will be in the topside lanes of Longfall Plaza. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Cold here early this morning. Our temperatures will be starting out around 40 to 45 degrees. The next colder start for us is going to be Sunday morning. Chance for patchy fog. Otherwise, you're looking at a good deal of sunshine once the sun comes up with clouds moving in late day and chance of rain by 10 to 11 p.m. So you got some pretty good hours there even this evening as it's going to be so mild up to around 70 degrees today. Cooler behind a cold front for the upcoming weekend with temperatures in the 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 Tysons, 49 Potomac, 50 LaFont Plaza. We are at 42 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Friday morning, November 17th at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. General Motors union workers have approved the new UAW contract, but far from unanimously, 54% voted to ratify it. First-time jobless claims rose to the highest since August last week. The number of people getting unemployment is now at a two-year high. Amazon will allow local car dealerships to sell vehicles on Amazon. Buyers can either pick them up or have them delivered. The Dow lost 46 points Thursday. The S&P 500 gained 5. The Nasdaq gained 10. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks have been mainly lower throughout this early morning. Checking now if I can click for you. Here we go. The Nikkei is the exception up by 142 points this morning. Rest down, Kospi down 22. The Hang Seng is down 394. The Shanghai is off 7. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 112 on WTOP. Coming up, stick around. We'll shift gears, help you plan your weekend. We've got some thoughts on that. It's 112. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children. It is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change at vehiclesforchange.org. Your car will be transformational for a local family. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. WTOP at 112, a Maryland law that gave survivors of child sexual abuse the chance to take legal action no matter how long ago their abuse actually took place, is now being challenged locally by the Catholic Archdiocese of Washington. Attorneys for the Archdiocese of Washington filed a motion to overturn the Maryland Child Victims Act, saying that the law violates the state's constitution. The Child Victims Act eliminates the statute of limitations so that survivors of abuse are no longer subjected to a deadline to take legal action. Teresa Lancaster is an attorney and a survivor of clergy abuse. She told WTOP. I'm not surprised. I don't think any of us are surprised. In legal documents, the Archdiocese of Washington, which includes portions of Maryland, argues the new law strips the church of a kind of immunity provided in a 2017 law and that the state law can't now take away that protection. Lancaster expects the case to go all the way to Maryland's state Supreme Court. Her message to fellow survivors? And now we're just going to have to fight a little bit longer. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 113 Friday morning. You're with 
Dean Lane on WTOP. Regency Furniture's spectacular Black Friday sale continues with savings of 25% off beautiful Regency Furniture, plus 25 months no interest financing and special doorbusters at the lowest prices while they last. Doorbuster sofas, your choice, $3.95. Queen beds, $4.99. Five-piece Regency dining sets, $3.95. Thousands of items in stock with fast delivery. Regency's Black Friday sale is the biggest savings event of the year. Don't wait. Buy it now and save 25% off at Regency Furniture. Shop in-store and online. Friday morning, November 17th. Glad you're with us. If you're just joining us, welcome in. It'll be mainly clear, comfortable for the most part this overnight early morning. A little chilly. Patchy fog by daybreak as we... Uh, the sun comes out on Friday. We're looking at a low, according to Veronica, in the low 40s in parts of the area. We're at 42 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. It's 114 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. The weekend is almost here, so let's talk about a couple of fun things to do as we do get closer to Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. So do you like, speaking of food, do you like breakfast at other times of day besides just the morning? What's considered D.C.'s best breakfast sandwich pop-up, I egg you, is now a a, a, uh, diner-style restaurant on Capitol Hill's Barracks Row. Anna Spiegel with Axios DC tells WTLP's Dimitri Sotis this Friday morning, what used to be a weekend-only treat is now available for you all week long. Oh, I'm so excited about this opening. You know, it's been operating out of Chico, Capitol Hill, since 2020 and the pandemic. It started as a pop-up. And the menu there is pretty small, but for this first standalone restaurant, they have tons of breakfast sandwiches, but they have all-day brunch. They have a full bar for brunch cocktails. They have some really fun lunch items. They have fresh juices. They have stuff for kids. So there's really like a little something for everybody. I'm seeing what looks like a piece of French toast with maybe some Fruit Loops on top. It looks delicious and very sweet, of course. That, yeah, it's the serial killer French toast. It looks amazing. <laughs> you know, the other place has kind of some Chinese and Korean riffs to it. And so you also find things like, you know, a bulgogi egg sandwich with gochujang and they're doing you know kind of like a rice porridge and so it's a really eclectic mix of americana but also asian influence final question about this they're not doing like evening and late night right it's just mainly morning hours into the afternoon yes they're going to be open from 8 a.m to 4 p.m daily so you could get a nice late lunch and it's kind of fun during the weekdays they're doing a two martini lunch for 25 so you can get two martinis with the order of any lunch entree so maybe after you clock out something that may be hard to imagine on what's turned out to be a beautiful 70 degree day here but ice skating the best rinks in the dc area coming soon yes one of my personal favorites is the sculpture garden ice rink at the national gallery it's gorgeous it opens november 20th I mean, it's, you know, right outside the museum you have the pavilion cafe which serves warm drinks and food and they're also doing lessons this year that sounds great one more that you'd recommend ice and lights at Cameron Run. It's going to be really fun. It's in Alexandria. They're going to have a winter wonderland experience so skaters can glide around ice displays and light displays. This actually opens tomorrow. That's Anna Spiegel with Axios DC on Skype. Read more at Axios DC and for more local events and happenings this weekend and beyond, head over to our website. Our roundup of things to do in the DC area comes out every Thursday. Talking there, she was with our Dimitri Sotis. 
Now let's get a quick look at the top stories we're following for you this Friday morning on WTOP. The big day, speaking of which, less than a week away, Turkey Day. When should you actually hit the road for Thanksgiving? TOP has some travel advice for you for the holiday. A federal jury convicts a man who broke into the home of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, then attacked her husband. The latest in the Middle East and the crisis there as we try to learn more about a possible deal to free hostages from Gaza. Stay with WTOP. We'll have more in minutes. You're listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Among the stories you're following, coming up after traffic and weather, Friday morning on WTOP. How to save money while staying warm this winter. I'm Scott Gelman. Friday morning it is, November 17th at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. The accident shuts down northbound Virginia 28 Sully Road at Westfields Boulevard. All lanes northbound are shut down. Southbound lanes are open. You can access 66. However, be aware that both directions of 66, the exit ramps to Virginia 28 are blocked. There's also the ongoing road work on 66. It's going to be in the westbound direction between uh, U.S. 29 and, and Virginia 28. And the uh, road widening work takes away a couple of lanes to the left. Also, the accident working southbound 95. The ancient ramp just south of U.S. 17 Warrington Road. That's closed in Falmouth because of the accident involving a tractor trailer. Also have the work zone going on in the Fredericksburg area, northbound 95, between Plank Road and the Rappahannock River. New road construction. All lanes are alternating closures. Also the closure of the ramp to Warrington Road from northbound 95. U.S. 1 in Spotsylvania County between 208 and 95. Utility work with the left lane, right lane, and both shoulders alternating closures. In Maryland, you've got the work zone going on in Montgomery County. This is on the inner loop in various locations. It's a mobile work crew on the right side between Connecticut Avenue and New Hampshire Avenue. Both directions of 270 between the Beltway and Father Hurley Boulevard. Right lane blocked by the mobile work crews in either direction. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Another mild day for us, albeit it's not going to be as pretty as it was yesterday with clouds moving in during the afternoon. Here early this morning, a chance for some patchy fog or temperature. 40 to 45 degrees will rise once again to around 70 degrees during the afternoon. Winds will be out of the south at about 5 to 15 miles per hour. And then a stronger wind on Saturday in cooler conditions. We'll get a little rain Friday night. That system is out of here by Saturday morning with highs in the 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 51 in Defund Circle, 48 Germantown, 48 in Annandale. We are at 42 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour Friday morning, number 7. 17th here on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Heating and air. WTOP at 120. Good morning. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. 
Others are going to take some configuration. And that's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your networks. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. Good Friday morning, November 17th. Glad you're with us. 12, uh, one, let's try that again. <laughs> it's one twenty-two in the morning, Friday here on WTOP. This is WTOP News. A mistrial has been declared after jurors remain deadlocked on Brett Hankison's verdict in the case on the fourth day of deliberations. Hankison is an ex-LMPD officer facing federal civil rights charges right now for blindly firing his gun the night of Breonna Taylor's died in a police raid. That happened back in March of 2020, you may remember. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi is covering. A U.S. district judge declared a mistrial after 12 jurors failed to reach a unanimous verdict. The jury had gone into deliberations late Monday after a two-week trial for Brett Hankison. The former Louisville police detective was charged with depriving Breonna Taylor, her boyfriend, and her neighbors of their constitutional rights by using unreasonable force in a flawed drug warrant search in 2020. He was accused of blindly firing 10 shots into Taylor's window and a glass door after his fellow officers came under fire that night. Agustin fired 10 shots, we're told, that didn't hit anyone the night of the raid. The man who broke into former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Fran home and attacked her husband with a hammer has been convicted this week by a federal jury. The jury found that David DePap was guilty of assault and attempted kidnapping charges. Congressional correspondent with CBS, Scott McFarlane, reports the attack rattled Capitol Hill, as you might imagine. The transcendent crime that has resonated here on Capitol Hill ever since it occurred about a year ago. Not only was this an attack against a member of Congress's spouse, it speaks to a broader issue that the number of political violent threats, the number of threat investigations underway here at the U.S. Capitol has grown by leaps and bounds. The federal jury deliberated for about eight hours before convicting DePap. He faces up to 50 years for the federal charges. DePap is also facing charges, we're told, in California state court. A trial date will be set during a hearing later this month on those charges. It was earlier this month a 14-year-old boy was killed outside a gas station locally on 14th Street in D.C.'s Columbia Heights neighborhood. 17-year-old Lorenzo Thompson was arrested and charged as an adult with second-degree murder for the shooting. And according to court documents in this case obtained by our partners at 7 News, that Thompson's mother actually watched the crime unfold right before her eyes and did nothing to stop it. Police say she was standing right next to Thompson when he fired a dozen rounds and then left the scene on a scooter shortly after. Thompson is the only person currently charged in uh, Eastep's actual murder case right now. You're as cold as ice. Nobody wants to be surprised by an expensive energy bill. WTOP Scott Gelman Friday morning tells us there are steps you can take out there to stay warm while keeping costs low this winter. 
Peggy Fox with Dominion Energy explains power bills are usually higher in the winter as heating systems work harder. But there are some things you can do to prevent extremely high costs. The no-brainer is keeping your thermostat at 68 degrees. If you overlook your air filter, Fox warns the consequences are expensive. Check your air filter monthly and change them when they're dirty. You may also consider a different type of thermostat. Install a smart thermostat that automatically lowers the temperature overnight or while no one's home. And check for drafts to avoid losing warm air through a window or crack. Caulk, seal, and weather strip around all seams, cracks, and openings, especially around those exterior doors and windows. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 50.